Welcome back to another episode of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about inflation. That's right. The thing that no one wants to talk about, yet we are constantly feeling the effects of. So for this episode, we're going to be kind of getting into what people are saying is causing inflation, what I have been trying to look into might be some of the cause of inflation that are not being talked about as much. And there's some ancillary points that would be made around this conversation into regards to how this conversation has been permeating through our national discourse. First and foremost, I want to say that if you are new to the podcast, welcome to Independent Thought. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for being subscribed. If you're not subscribed, now is the time to hit that follow button. It's a little plus sign on Apple. It just says follow on Spotify. So we have been seeing a relentless amount of pummeling of the Biden administration for inflation. There are attack ads ranging across the country from people who are running in their primary elections right now, specifically mostly people who are candidates for the Republican Party. And they have a unified message, which is Biden is responsible for inflation. And they almost all say the same thing, reckless spending, reckless spending, reckless spending, excessive spending, uh, not embracing American energy, just very just quick little sound bites in order to say Biden is causing inflation, the end. Biden's the reason gas prices are high. Biden is the reason why everything is bad. What is inflation? It seems as though the definition has changed over the years, but the definition that is currently standing, if you were to go look for it right now, is that it is the rate of increase in prices over a given time. And so like I've been saying, Republicans hammering this idea home, Biden equals inflation. What he's done is equal to inflation. In fact, for those who do not know, I am a current resident of the state of Montana. I am subscribed to emails. I'm not sure how it got on this email chain, but I'm subscribed to emails from one of my senators, our Republican Senator, Steve Daines. I had the thought of unsubscribing a while ago, but I almost thought that it's probably better just to have an idea of what the senator is constantly saying, even if I'm not a Republican. And in times like this, it makes for a good point for episodes like the ones that we are recording now. I want, to, I want to read you a quick email that I got from Senator Steve Daines, Republican from Montana, just a few days ago. It says inflation is up to a crushing 8.6%. This is hitting a brand new high after 40 years. Montanans cannot afford the cost of the Biden administration's reckless spending proposals and anti-energy policies. Now, earlier this week, Senator Steve Daines went on to Fox News to discuss what he refers to as out-of-control inflation crisis, which is being ignored by President Biden's administration. 
as your voice in the U.S. Senate, I will continue fighting for common sense policies that will lower the costs of hardworking Montana families and ensure the United States maintains in all of the above energy portfolio. That's it. That's the whole email. Doesn't give any explanation about what exactly Biden did. It's, that's leading to what he refers to as out of control inflation, not really giving any ideas about what he would do to offset the inflation. And this is kind of, you know, not that far off from what Ted Cruz has done recently as well. Republican Senator out of Texas had a tweet last week that said the impact of President Biden being beholden to the Green New Deal radicals in his party has electricity costs through the roof in Texas. Now, as I pointed out on Twitter after I saw that tweet, there's a few things categorically and just inherently wrong with what Senator Cruz mentioned there. Uh, one, first and foremost, Texas is the one state in the country that has its own electrical grid. So the policies of the federal government do not affect the state of Texas energy prices on any level. Uh, secondly, the Green New Deal, again, is not a law. It's not a law. There, it's, there is no law in place that has anything to do with the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal is just a proposal that never became legislation. And for those of us who actually do want climate legislation, it's pretty easy to fact check the idea that Biden hasn't done anything when it comes to addressing climate change. He had some ideas about it in the Build Back Better bill, which he let die, uh, but nothing has been put into place other than rejoining the Paris Climate Accords, which I'm not sure what exactly that has to do with anything happening in our country. He also banned fracking on public lands, but I'll have you know that he's already gone back on that and has now allowed for fracking to begin again on public lands. So I'm not sure what Senator Cruz means by being beholden to Green New Deal radicals. Uh, he's not doing anything to address the climate crisis, President Biden. So not really sure what that is, but it does hold true as far as Republican framing of the inflation crisis. Let's find a way to tie these rise in prices to the president in some way, shape, or form. So you've heard me come after Biden on this podcast. In fact, I've done it just in recent weeks, in recent episodes, talking about the filibuster, talking about should you vote blue in 2022? Go back to season four, season three. I have been hammering President Biden for the things that I think he has not done or needs to do better. So if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know that I'm no stranger to hammering Democrats. And I don't really run cover for them either. However, this is the time where we need to talk about the Republicans and their nonsense, because the spirit of this podcast is about calling out BS when we see it. And the Republican framing of what's happening with inflation is in fact bullshit. And it's being perpetrated throughout Fox News, throughout independent conservative media. It's leaking into uh, li more liberal uh, mainstream media into into uh, print outlets. I'm hearing it on like talk shows like Bill Maher, which, you know, again, I'm not sure how you feel about him actually being liberal or not. But the point is, is that the idea that 
inflation is solely due to Biden's quote unquote reckless spending seems to be a little out of hand. So let's talk about it. First of all, one of the things that is addressed is that this is coming from the COVID relief packages that Biden passed. Like I should say package that Biden passed, the American Rescue Plan. $1.9 trillion in particular. But one of the caveats that I want to mention here before we talk about the, the American Rescue Package is that it wasn't the only spending package that happened, you know, like throughout the height of the pandemic. We also had two additional stimulus packages underneath President Trump. So the idea that all of the quote unquote spending that's been happening by the government within the last year or within the last couple of years, rather, just came from the Biden administration is one just categorically you know, false. There was spending done by the Trump administration as well, but yet the Republican Party seems to be overlooking that in their critique of our government's, you know, again, wasteful, reckless, excessive, out of control spending, as they put it. Also, another thing to note, when it comes to trying to understand where inflation is coming from, that you one of the things you have to know is that we are feeling shocks from what people are referring to as our supply chain. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with this, the idea is just basically, you know, like during the pandemic, we have had, we, we as a country, particularly, we unfortunately over the course of many years have sent a lot of jobs into other countries. Now, because of that, whenever we need certain products, we have to have them imported back in, but because every country has had to handle COVID in a different way, there was, there's been a bottleneck in goods and services. And there's a lot of reporting out there about why the supply chains are backed up and how this relates to, you know, just lack of shipping containers and how certain products in other countries just aren't able to get here fast enough, how they had to ramp down production for a while. People got laid off. Now they're ramping back up. This is a problem happening all over the world. Uh, this is not just something that is specifically affecting America, uh, but just like everyone else, we are also feeling the strain of these supply chains shortages. And so while that comes into effect, while there's a shortage of any product, you're going to have higher prices for the product that remains. So that in part is playing into some of the inflation that we are seeing right now in America and again, all over the world. Also, and one of the things that you can see with this is that Europe, while they aren't experiencing quite as high as levels of inflation overall, they are seeing higher inflation when it comes to things like gas prices. But overall, they are also seeing high levels of inflation. And again, if this was all about President Biden's reckless spending, then why would other parts of the world also be experiencing inflation? Again, because it's not just about President Biden, as much as the Republican Party wants to make all of inflation out to be just his fault. There's also problems because of the war in Ukraine. And when it comes to gas prices in particular, we talk about oil prices in particular, Russia was a top three producer of oil and natural gas in the entire world. And so when so many countries kind of banded together in order to stop the buying of Russian you know, oil and gas, 
because they did not want to essentially uh, fund their war effort, that sends supply shocks around the world because now the remaining countries who are big producers of oil and gas, like the United States and Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, now their product essentially has to be strained into more places because places like Europe, for instance, they were buying lots of oil and natural gas from Russia. Now all of those European countries said they won't, they won't buy from Russia anymore, which means that all of their prices have now gone up and ours have gone up as well. Because while the US had plenty of oil and natural gas to supply our own country, now we are supplying many more countries that we were not previously. So that does come into play when it comes to, we talk about like our high gas prices, but, and but, this is a big but here. That is not the only story when it comes to why our gas prices are so high. And the war in Ukraine, supply chain shortages, spending by our government, these have all played a role in why inflation has gone up, but it's not the whole story. In fact, it's not even half the story because what we really need to talk about when it comes to inflation, what we really need to express when we're talking about why everything is getting so much more expensive, what we really need to talk about is the price gouging that is going on by numerous corporations. And we're going to talk about exactly what I mean by that when we come back from our break. Stay tuned. Hey, Indie Thought listeners. Has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full-service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage-inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at bettysdivine.com. Welcome back from the break, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us to this episode of Independent Thought. 
As we discussed before the break, what's happening right now with inflation is a multitude of things. So yes, first things first, did government stimulus packages contribute to the current inflation? Yes, they did. Are supply chain shortages happening around the world because of the globalization of our capitalist market? Are they contributing to inflation? Yes, they are. Is the, is the war in Ukraine contributing to higher gas prices? And again, inflation. Yes, it is. Now, the real question is, how much of those things is contributing to inflation? And again, is that the whole story? And the quick answer is no. That's not the whole story. We have to talk about the price gouging of corporations, corporations who are seizing this moment in order to make even more profits than they normally would. Now, for those of you who are subscribed and have listened to recent bonus episodes that I put out, you will note that I had mentioned that there are certain gas companies right now, oil companies, who are posting record profits. And sometimes I feel like we say record profits so much that it, it loses some of its, I guess, emphasis. These companies are making more money than they've ever made, ever, ever, like in their whole damn history. Shell posted record profits earlier this year in the first quarter. It was the largest three-month profits of their entire company's history. They made triple what they made in the first three months of this year than they made in the first three months of 2021. Exxon, same story. They made triple, triple the amount of profits in the first quarter of this year, the first three months, than they made in the first three months of 2021. Again, 28 of the largest producers made over $100 billion in profit in just three months. January, February, March, over a billion dollars in profit. Not revenue, profit. Like that is an incredible amount of money to be making during a time where inflation inflation like everything's so tight that they just they had to raise the prices they had to raise the prices and somehow they're making their best their best run ever is it just the gas companies no no it's not in fact food companies have also been claiming that they have to raise prices because of supply chain crunch and we have all kind of felt this in the grocery store, out at restaurants, prices are going up. Tyson, the nation's largest meat producer, they have also said that they needed to raise their prices because of the supply chain crunch. However, just in the first three months of this year, they made $1 billion in profit. And if you're wondering if that's normal for them, it's up 48% from the first quarter of last year. Starbucks recently said that they were forced to raise prices because their profits, you know, because of, they said they were forced to raise their prices because of the supply chain issues as well. However, I will note that their profits are up 31% from last year. And they gave their CEO 
a 39% raise. Now, this is just on the backdrop of not just what's happening this year, but what happened last year. In 2021, overall, corporate profits rose by 25%. That has only increased here in 2022 thus far. Let me just be clear about what we're talking about. Companies in the United States saw their most profitable year in 2021 since the year 1950. These companies, through a time of what they're telling us is this massive supply chain crunch and a massive amount of you know, inflation, they are seeing their best years ever. Some of these companies, it's their best year ever. It's, it's unbelievable to me. Now, this leads me to what I, what I wanted to say next, because as I was seeing record profits, record profits, record profits, I had to ask myself, how much of this is in fact contributing to our inflation? Is inflation a byproduct of corporations seizing in the moment and deciding to raise their prices because they can? Now, according to an article by Matt Stoller, and I'm going to link this in the episode description, I recommend everyone check this out. This was back from December, mind you. Some, some things have changed since then, and they've actually changed to an even worse fashion. But we'll get to that here in a second. At the time, Matt Stoller wrote, that corporate profits were actually driving up 60% of all inflation. All the, all the inflation that we are seeing right now, 60% of it was a direct result of corporations price gouging, taking advantage of the fact that they had the backdrop of a supply chain crunch and quote unquote inflation in order to just artificially jack up their prices so that they could get even more profits. And several outlets have reported to this fact as well, as some companies have been caught through emails, through conference calls, just flat out admitting it, telling, just basically just saying exactly what they're doing, saying that they could raise their prices. So they did because they knew that people were expecting higher prices because of inflation. And so they took the opportunity to raise them up even more. Now, this is all happening while Americans, you know, they have been getting raises over the course of 2021. We saw this with the great resignation, you know, employers are willing to pay more money to try to maintain help. On average, Americans were receiving between three to 4% of increases in their wages over the course of last year. However, with inflation being up now at 8.6%, it is completely eaten up all of the wages that people were able to maintain and obtain last year. And so it's completely swallowed up right now. And there's a recent Axios article that sums it up perfectly. You know, companies complained about rising prices, but not only did they pass those costs off onto the customer, they'd raise them up even more to make even more profits. And so, and this is again, all on the backdrop of people just struggling right now. You know, the child tax credit, which was great for so many millions of people has now expired. And this is at a time where, you know, Democrats made the mistake of not making this a longer policy provision, which 
I'm not sure why they did that, but either way, it was a mistake. It was only in place for a few months. Now it's gone. Republicans seem to have no desire whatsoever to bring it back. So all the people who were pulled out of poverty go right back into it. This is also the time where the, the typical U.S. household is spending an extra $500 a month on the exact same services and goods as they did last year. According to CNBC, one in five workers right now said they can't even make it paycheck to paycheck. And of course, this is all happening while people are still being paid like crap in so many parts of America. States like Mississippi, New Mexico, South Carolina, Florida, and Kentucky all have at, at least, and that's at least 40% of their workforce making less than $15 an hour. And I will have you know that the livable wage of all five of those states well exceeds $15 an hour. And that's if you are an adult with no children. If you have a child, that number is actually double what you need in order to have a living wage in those states. People are not being paid well. People are being ground into dust from this inflation, which is basically the roots of corporations deciding they wanted to make more profit. So they were going to, and nothing is really checking them. No, there is no entity coming out and stopping this right now. And this is all, again, while we have a system which favors corporations in every way, shape, or form. 19 companies last year paid 10% or less in their effective tax rate. In fact, four companies, including AT&T, even got tax refunds, even though they made billions of dollars in profit. According to the United States Bureau of Economic Analysis, corporate profits were remaining steady from 2012 to 2019. But in 2021, they almost doubled from what they had been, and they're going up again this year. So right now, when you hear Republicans or any mainstream outlets talking about the reckless spending that has led to inflation, take a moment to actually just gently remind the people who might be having these conversations around you, or just to know for your own, for your own just like notes, that this really isn't about reckless spending from the government. What's really happening here is that companies are doing a great job rebranding corporate greed as quote unquote inflation. And so I, I leave us all with this one question, like what, what is gonna be done about this? What is gonna be done? Earlier this year, when there was a worry about the price of meat going too high, President Biden talked about the possibility of bringing antitrust to the four big like meatpacking companies and just the threat of possibly doing it led to prices of meat actually going down. So these companies are very aware of the fact of what they're doing. And it seems as though, well, I'm not sure altogether how much power and control President Biden or the Democratic Party has over making sure that these companies, in fact, stop price gouging all of us. Something has to be done. At the very least, something has to be said. I will give President Biden credit for coming out and calling out these big oil and gas companies. He came out recently 
and specifically called out Exxon for jacking up their prices and contributing to these higher prices. We need more of that. We need more senators saying that. We need more people running for Congress saying that. We need more people talking about these corporations and their gouging of all of us and artificially raising their prices at a time where everyone's struggling to get by. It does not make sense. Has anyone looked at how much it costs to like buy a home these days? People are struggling and something needs to be done. Again, I keep saying it. I will continue to say it as politicians come to you this year, asking you for your votes, ask them what they're going to do to address these issues. If you liked this episode, please go ahead and share it on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, tag independent thought, and let me know what you thought of the episode. We're going to be taking one last break and I'll be right back with my final thoughts of the day. Stay tuned. Welcome back from the break, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us through this episode of Independent Thought. So first, I want to thank the subscribers who are currently subscribed to the podcast. If you are not, please hit that follow button on Spotify or the little plus button on Apple Podcasts so that that way you do not miss the next episode. And if you are so inclined, please leave us a five-star rating if you in fact like this episode. If you are interested in supporting what we do here, we would love to have you as a member of our Patreon. That is the best way to kind of empower the podcast and myself to be able to continue to produce the show, make the show. I treat this as a second job. So for those of you who are interested in supporting a creator who is trying to put a product together, you'll be eternally thanked. And I am eternally grateful for those of you who already do that. So let's talk about just in closing why this conversation is important. First and foremost, as someone who is consistently trying to put together a political podcast, it requires me to stay engaged with the news, which is sometimes a mind boggling task trying to make sense of all the culture war conversations and all the back and forth and finding stories and then finding out the different angles of the stories, what's true, what's just talking points, so on and so forth. Inflation is not just a story that people are talking about, the story that we all feel. But it was really important to me to try to figure out what exactly was true in this conversation and what is false in this conversation. And time and time again, it felt like whenever anyone was talking about inflation, it was just like, well, it's Biden's fault, the end. And don't get me wrong, I got my criticism of the Biden administration. You've heard plenty of them if you're if you are a subscriber of this podcast. But I don't believe in just criticizing people for the sake of criticizing people. The criticisms need to be legitimate. And in this case, they just aren't. Like they just aren't. If, there, if there's a criticism there, is that maybe there hasn't been enough of a, a response to inflation. But to say that Biden's administration is causing the inflation, that's nonsense. It's nonsense. And I don't want to fall into this trap of only criticizing one side. I don't believe in that. The Republicans are absolutely just like gutless 
for their for their critique here because it's it's just not based in reality. It just really isn't. From everything that I'm seeing here, it the COVID relief packages were not that much of a contributing factor to this inflation. Factor, yes. A majority, no, not even half. So let's be honest about what's causing inflation right now. And, and I feel as though a lot of people within the mainstream media are also not talking about this enough. I mean, we're all talking about inflation, but we're not talking about the causes of it. And if we're not talking about these companies and how they're artificially in, inflating their prices because they can get away with it, how are we ever going to get them to stop if we can't even talk about why it's happening in the first place? So that's that's where I had to come about this. I just wanted to pass on this information that I came across onto all of you. Uh, please do with it what you will. You know, we are living through a time right now where there is like a mixture of political apathy, but also political like radicalism that I feel that though is going on. Like people are getting more and more frustrated with how the country is going and they're moving further and further and further apart from each other. I, on, on some issues, maybe that's the right thing, but in general, I, I feel like more bad comes than good when, it, when we talk about people going to the opposite ends of the spectrum. And I feel like sometimes the reason for that is that people don't have enough information about what exactly is the contributing causes to a lot of the issues that we have. And I think if you take the time to see the through line between so many different issues that we have in our country, there's a lot of commonalities to why we have problems. And I think in most people's heart of hearts, whether they're on the, the left or the right, and this may surprise people to hear me say this, but I think we have quite a bit in common with what it is that we want to change in our society. So I think it's just time that we need to spend more time talking about what exactly it is that's screwing up our country and what we need to do to fix it. And you, I'll probably keep on saying this, but unchecked corporate greed is in almost every single scenario, the root cause of the issues that we are facing in this country. And until there are people who are willing to step up and directly face that, directly do something about it, these issues are not going to change. And we need to keep talking about it. And we cannot let certain people within the media reframe the conversation, trying to point it somewhere else. The biggest threat to this country continuing to go down the pipes in the wrong direction is unchecked corporate greed. It needs to be addressed. There needs to be something done about it. We cannot allow this conversation to deter off into, into another place because there is nothing that is affecting us more in a negative sense than that. Thank you all for listening to this episode. We will see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.